This, this is the Our Auto Expert Podcast. Find us on air, online, on mobile, and on your smart speaker. Please subscribe at ourautoexpert.com. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Now, here's the host of Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Nick Miles. Hello, listeners. Thank you for turning on your radio. This is a locally created show, nationally celebrated from the northwest to the southeast. It's the World's Car Radio Show. If it has a throttle, we'll feature it on air, online, on smartphone, and on smart speaker. This is our auto expert, where two million Americans get their automotive news daily. I'm your host, Nick Miles, along with Truck Girl Jen. Don't the listeners look beautiful today? Of course, they always they, look beautiful. I think they look 10 years younger than they did last week. <laughs> you guys look amazing. The li- All three of you, you look really good. <laughs> I don't know what you've done over the last week, but you look... All three of them? Tremendous. All three of them look amazing. <laughs> you look fabulous. I don't know what, what you're using, what cream you're using, or what you're doing with your hair, but... I'm astonished. Just looking at you right now, amazing. But you need to learn about some really cool cars and trucks and SUVs and minivans because we have that in store for you today. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've gathered some of the most exciting and most jaw-dropping news in the auto industry uh, to tell you about. Uh, Did you enjoy your ride in today in the BMW M440i convertible? I did. I was a bit of a coward. I wouldn't put the top down. It was too cool. I know. You know, I was even, pretty though it, disappointed. even though it has the neck scarf in the seats to keep your little neck warm, which you didn't particularly enjoy. It made me fall asleep. Did it? Yeah, it was really, I'm like, what is that noise, too? You know, I don't like the noise. You know what was the most enjoyable part for me? You were quiet all the way in. Oh, it, made you, it made you all sleepy. It did. I, I didn't have, have any of that in my ear. Jen was all... All right, I won't talk to you anymore on the way to see you. I'm oh, good with that. Oh, look, yep. magic. Thank you, BMW. Yeah. The magic of the next scarf. Mm-hmm. Next gen old. <laughs> I made you turn it off, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not. You did, You had a, You had your own button. You yeah, I would, didn't know where it was. <laughs> like, look at all these buttons. You, you'd have worked it out. Yeah, I know. In, you know, two or three minutes. Yeah. Give you a coffee. Give you a ham and cheese Should have just rolled the you know, know, top back and it would have been great. BMW. With an <laughs> yeah, I've been working a lot. I'm tired. <laughs> it's like magic. <laughs> if, you have, if you have a crying baby, just put them in the seat with the neck scarf. There you go. Just don't have to go anywhere. Just run it in the, <laughs> run it in the driveway. And <laughs> it's a great way to get the kids off to sleep. Yeah. I'm in the front seat with the neck scarf. Um, cool cars we've been driving this mm-hmm. week. A cool show we have together. Yes. You know, at some point in life, you have to stop being selfish about buying cars that you want and think about your family. Drop your man card, drop your woman card, and buy a family car like a minivan. <laughs> uh, we test drove the Toyota Sienna, only available in a hybrid because... Mm-hmm. Toyota care about your environment. They get shorted when we talk about green cars. They have more green cars than any other car company out there. You know, the Sienna is only available in a hybrid. The Venza is only available in a hybrid. Because, and, and they are great vehicles, even though you can't get just a gas engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, good vehicles. Drove that this week. Uh, pretty impressed with it. It's, yeah. it's shape has changed. It's got, um, I think it's got like a Disney nose. It's got a little <laughs> boop, boop. 
God knows maybe what Pluto would have or uh, <laughs> Goofy has that little bump in his nose. Yeah, I gotcha. It's got that, and it comes in the brown. I had it in the brown color. So did it look like Pluto? It, and the way it looked like Goofy or Pluto, and the nose a little bit, <laughs> and the nose. I I'm not sure I'm a brown car guy, but the the guy that dropped me oh, off said he was a brown car speaking guy. Speaking of that, I know this is off topic, but did you see the new color of the Corvette, the caffeine? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm a brown car guy. I I'm not really either. Are you, are you guys brown Girl. car? Are you brown car? Rob, brown car. Are you, are you a brown car guy? No. But it was so yeah. sparkly and shiny. Yeah, well, it was kind of cool looking. Jen, look something shiny. Jen, look something shiny. Yeah, it looks something shiny. Hey, if I'm getting a nice vehicle like that, it's going to be shiny. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what color car I am. I like dark blues and, yeah, dark blues. I'm black. I like black. Dark purples. Yeah, you're black. You're black inside and out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm referring to cars, silly. No, I'm laughing because uh, that's what I like. We drove that BMW M440i convertible. Probably, I'm going to say, I'm just going to say it, one of the best BMW drives I've ever had. Bit of a BMW fan, period, but one of the best drives I've ever had. Very it comfortable. Just, just did a good job with the handling dynamics of that vehicle, especially in sport mode. <laughs> Suck the gas. But just a good <laughs> job in that vehicle. And, uh, and also getting the uh, mx5 today the miata mm -hmm. god that vehicle just is still one of the, and, and for ownership wise one of the most affordable and to own to operate um and the best buys out there for sports cars the mx5 just keeps on chugging most reliable lightweight best drives out there a little spongy for me in the corners but for 30 years they've sold over a million of these vehicles well and they're what is it 2020 kelly blue book five-year cost to own award they got this yeah. year as well yeah mm -hmm. yeah kelly blue book uh, doing it uh you know and they, they've been around for a long time and i have, I, have I, I know perry stern's gonna be on later on from msn autos and from our auto expert written he owns one and it's kind of like his go-to sports car and, you know, if you have a midlife crisis but not midlife money, yeah, it's the sort of thing you can buy and have an extra one in the garage. You can have a sensible car, grow up, family car, mm -hmm. but you can own one as well. So th that's the cause of fun car. And then you can have your Toyota Sienna minivan. And they've, uh, the, the new edition has been out for a while. Look at the nose. Can I, I'm showing you a picture of the nose. Doesn't it look a little bit goofy, goofy nose? <laughs> Big grill. Looks much more like an SUV. A lot more bolder, a lot more body shape. People are getting really uh, crazy with their body shapes now in vehicles. I like um, it. And big center console, loads of places to put stuff, cup holders, that sort of thing. It's got a tray underneath the center console, so you can put a bunch of stuff in there. Lots of little places, very quiet, makes very little noise on the inside. USB ports all over it. Um, fashionable wheels, which, you know, the kids are all into now. Loads of display areas on the inside, infotainment, all-wheel drive, uh, big screens, 20-inch wheels. And then, you know, when you talk about prices, starts in mid-30s, goes all the way up to about $50,000. So wow. hits the family budget at both ends. Mm -hmm. Is that inappropriate when you say fits the, hits the family budget at both ends? Not uh, sure. Only from you, Nick. Okay. <laughs> Everything's inappropriate for me. Hey, what's on the show, you ask? Loads of really cool stuff. We're going to talk to uh, Carl Deborah. Deborah. Uh, about Maserati, uh, 95 years they have spent winning races and uh, they have celebrated that with a new tribu Tributo 
special edition vehicle. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to talk about that. That's coming out. If you don't like bright colors, this may not be the vehicle for you. James Bell, our friend from Kia, is joining us to talk about the Stinger. I've got a good story that goes with that. Uh, my pal and uh, half of our auto expert, Mike Cordell, joining us to talk about the CT4V from Cadillac. We both drove this at the same time, different ends of the country, and we both came to exactly the same conclusion. What is that conclusion? You're going to find out. Uh, then we're going to talk about some uh, Hyundai stuff, uh, the venue, which if you're looking for an entry-level SUV, I'm having a hard time finding anything that uh, speaks to the same price range. It's really, really good. Especially if you're going to put your kid in something very safe and you want them to have an SUV but not having anything crazy, something that's stable and gives them all of the mod cons, definitely the venue is a good choice. But we'll find out about the 100,000 mile warranty and more with Michael Evanoff today. Uh, then we're going to get a bit silly, a bit, you know, juvenile grown man silly with the Jeep Wrangler 392. I have a great story behind that and it's a story that perhaps shouldn't be shared but we're going to share it anyway um we're going to talk crazy audi um r8 i'm going to tell you a story about going zero to a hundred miles an hour in that car in seven seconds and how my doctor who was sitting in the passenger seat told me he had an out-of-body experience when i did that with him and uh, we're also going to talk about some crazy news stories and i'll tell you about one of them right now you can now put a deposit on a flying car and I'll tell you how you can do that, the company that's taking your deposit. The downside, and I tell everybody this all the time, you can actually put a deposit on a flying car. They are coming. You still need a pilot's license. Everybody's like, oh, I can buy a flying car. Great. When can we buy a flying car? Well, you can put a deposit on one. The first ones are legislated to come in 2026. The downside is, if it flies, you need a pilot's license. So you have between now and 2026 to go get a pilot's license because if you want a flying car, you still need a pilot's license. Well, they haven't regulated those yet either, right? Yes, they have. They have. You still need a pilot's well, license. Well, no, I understand that. I just meant in driving it, terms. It, yes, you can drive a, a flying car on the road. If you take off, you have to have a pilot's license. Well, I agree with that. So they have flying cars right now. You can't purchase them, you know, you can't purchase them like you can a normal car from a dealership. If you take off, you still got to do it from an, an airport and you still have to have a pilot's license. So just to let you know, those are the downsides to owning a flying car. You can drive it on the road, but if you take off, you need a pilot's license. Well, didn't you solve that problem this morning? You were talking about. Oh no, there's a guy, there's a video on YouTube yeah. of a guy in New York City who's standing on top of a drone going through traffic. <laughs> Did he and have his pilot's license? Well, I don't know how that works. <laughs> I mean, there's a picture of him doing it. I'm just I'm, I'm just surprised saying. he didn't get arrested. Well, maybe he did. We only we didn't see him get arrested, but the drone has flashing lights. First of all, I thought it was a cop because it has red and blue flashing lights on it. And he's just flying through traffic in New York and he's standing on top of it. Did you just hit your microphone? You gave your Testing, microphone. one, two, three. All right. Yes, here we go. We're going to talk about <laughs> Maserati right now. Do you know, uh, 95 years ago, they went over 100 miles an hour. 111, yeah. wasn't it? Yes, 111 in 1926. Are we going to talk to Carl Deborah? Deborah? Deborah. 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 I have trouble with Italian names. Jen does too, but she pretends she doesn't because she's Italian. Although she tells me she's Italian, but I've never seen her make pasta. I'd make great pasta. I just said I've never seen you make pasta. Okay. In a moving car. In that a moving car. A, that's Italian. Oh, I gotta call my sister for that one. Oh.
Like, she, she can, can do, do that. Oh, yeah. She can do anything. Challenge on. Glove <laughs> thrown down. More Our Auto Expert on the way. You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Catch up with previous episodes of the show at our website, ourautoexpert.com. You can hear all the past shows, see automotive videos, and read inside the car stories about your next ride. Our Auto Expert is where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. You'll find it all at ourautoexpert.com. And thank you, listeners, for tuning your radios on today. Well, 95 years ago, I don't know what you were doing. I Were you born 95 years ago, Jen? <laughs> I wasn't. No. Carl, were you born 95 years ago? Seriously. I'm a little younger than that. See, I hope so. <laughs> Maserati, however, were winning races. Uh, Carl DeBoer joining us from Maserati. He's a brand manager. Uh, 95 years ago, Maserati were winning races. And to celebrate that, they have come up with uh, a celebratory uh, brand, I celebrated special edition of their vehicles. Celebratory. Uh, celebratory. Mm. Celebratory special edition of their vehicles. <laughs> the Tributo, uh, the F Tributo. So uh, over 111 miles an hour 95 years ago, that was pretty something. This is pretty something today to go over 111 miles an hour. Um, but they have continued their winning streak. And I have to say, looking at the pictures that you have online of these vehicles, haven't got to see them in person, but looking at the pictures that you have online, if you don't like bright colors, Carl, you probably aren't in, in for these. I hope they come in other colors than blue and red. Nope. But they are pretty, pretty bright. <laughs> They're gorgeous. That's, yeah, no, absolutely. No, it's something we're, we're excited to, to bring to the market to, uh, to the U.S. and Canada. It's, it's a special edition called the F Tributo, like you said, Nick, and and it really pays tribute to the great cars and the great drivers who have won under our famous Trident logo uh, throughout our history, and, and especially celebrating those earlier formative years for the brand. So, uh, you know, in races such as the Targa Florio, the Indy 500, Formula One, and great drivers like Sir Sterling Moss and Juan Manuel Fangio. So. These, these cars are really designed to be eye-catching, like you said, with our, our Rosso Tributo and Azzurro Tributo, which is that bright blue color and bright red that really are, are striking to, to the eye. But, uh, but they're all appointed with great yellow accents uh, throughout. So yellow calipers, yellow wheel accents, and yellow stitching on the inside, which is you know evocative and, and really gets it. Um, you know, genesis and foundation from the Maserati 250F. So iconic Formula One race cars. So I know, I know that um, Tributo is tribute in Italian. I grew up in Italy, so I know Tributo is is tribute in Italian. But the F, what's the F stand for? F uh, re referring to Formula. Okay, Formula. Uh, specifically for Formula One. Yep, yeah, with uh, with the 250F, uh, which was you know one of the most iconic Maserati race cars of all time in, in Formula One, um, but but uh, just also one of the most iconic race cars in in general. Um, so uh, and, and that's really where we got the idea for the F Tributo was the 250F with its its most common racing livery all in red with a yellow accent around the nose okay. um, and so that's that's kind of the genesis for the design for this model and the is, are these in limited numbers and is it all just visuals i guess there's two questions there first of all are these in limited <laughs> numbers 
<laughs> yeah, so, so they are in limited numbers. So, uh, you know, if anyone is interested, I would absolutely um, uh, love to have them uh, talk to their local dealership, uh, seek those out, or you can go to MaseratiUSA.com. Uh, for those great images, as, as you were referring to, Nick. Um, and then also it's it's built off of the Grand Sport model on our Ghibli and Levante SUV and sedan uh, vehicles. So it comes with the twin-turbo V6 engine with 424 horsepower, um, one of the engines that we're, we're renowned for and has that quintessential Maserati exhaust note. Um, so it packs a punch in addition to that great styling. Okay, so are they, then the next question, are they numbered or, um, and how many are there? They're, they're not numbered. Uh, we're not publishing the, the production, but, you know, it, it is a special edition. It is limited. So uh, if, if anyone is interested, for sure they, they need to go out and, and speak to their local dealer to try and secure uh, a vehicle, but they should be uh, arriving towards the, the second half of the year, and we're we're just really really excited to to get this model out there to pay tribute to our past and uh, and really you know propel the brand forward. Are you going to tell me how much they cost? <laughs> not not on uh, not on this call. No, okay. <laughs> so I'd I'd, uh, I'd invite uh, the customers to talk to their dealers about pricing, but uh, but obviously there, there are a lot of unique components to the vehicles uh, above and beyond just uh, you know what one of our um, uh, normal or standard I hate to say those those words when we were talking about Maserati but but above and beyond a, a Gibbler Levante that you can normally buy at, at one of our dealerships so uh, the, the special red is unique the yellow calipers and the yellow stitching on the interior is unique to this model um, and then that Azzurro blue that bright Striking right. blue is also a unique paint color. So th that, those will all be additional costs on is the vehicle. It, is it true that the yellow color is the identical yellow to the yellow which represents the city of Moderna? Yeah, absolutely. So that's, you know, that's another uh, great feature, kind of. I, I like where your head is at, Nick. Um, so obviously the, the colors of, of Modena are, uh, are blue and yellow, and this is, uh, you know, very evident in the design of the blue version of our F Tributo special limited edition. So that is uh, absolutely paying some sort of homage to, to the city where we're headquartered. All right. I'm, and I, I think they they uh, look absolutely beautiful and, uh, you know, 21 inch wheels and all the, the bits and pieces that go there. If you want to see more, of course, you can go to Maserati's uh, webpage, uh, pay homage to the vehicles. I, I don't know if you'll have any at dealerships anywhere for anybody to look at or whether they just have to go gaze online and then hopefully uh, some local dealers may end up with uh, some in the showrooms. But the likelihood is you'll probably have to order one to see them in the showrooms as well. But they... Uh, my friend, they do look absolutely uh, amazing. And uh, price, well, you'll have to squeeze that out of Carl by calling him at home or <laughs> perhaps, you know, go to the dealership and hold his head under your arm and squeeze really hard and see if they'll tell you. Or just have wads of cash in a suitcase. I don't know how it works. but uh, I like that one. Wads of cash in a suitcase. Yeah, Carl, listen, thanks for joining us on the show. Um, they are definitely something that, uh, that I wish was in my garage. but maybe Which I'll one would you pick? Uh, probably the SUV. I like the Levante with SUV the blue. It's my favorite SUV period. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Carl, thanks for joining Levante us. With the blue. Great choice. Uh, thank you so much. More Our Auto Expert on the way. You're listening to the Our Auto Expert Podcast.
This is Our Auto Expert Radio Show. Our Auto Experts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can start a conversation with us. Just ask us a car question. Direct messages at Our Auto Expert, where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. Uh, for those people locally, you may uh, recognize that I have lately become somewhat of the face of the uh, Dick Hanna dealerships, talking about some of the latest vehicles. And I was, uh, I was in uh, the Kia dealership recently and just jibber-jabbing with the uh, general manager. And we were talking uh, about vehicles. And I said, what about that uh, new Carnival MPV, not minivan? And he said, he said, he uh, said, yeah, that's that's really great. And I said, what, what about that Celluride? Because that's flying off the shelves. And he went, what about that Stinger? And I said, yeah, it's really good. He goes, no, it's really good. He was raving about it. So we thought, let's have the guru and chief bottle washer of everything Kia on, James Bell, to talk about the new Stinger. Because if the general manager of the store is flawed with the new Stinger. We know that Mr. James Bell will be flawed with the new Stinger too. I haven't got to drive the 2022 model, but uh, apparently the general manager of Dick Hanna in Vancouver, Washington is flawed by your new Stinger. So it's a game changer apparently, Mr. Bell. Well, of course it is. We've been talking about it. It has been since it came out. It did, yes. Uh, it, it was a game changer when it came out, but apparently the 2022 is slapping people on the jaw. Yeah, we, we did a nice... Uh, by the way, we'll have them in the, in the fleet uh, in about six, five, five weeks, something like that. So you'll, awesome. you'll be in one soon. Awesome. So uh, we're, not, uh, we're not hiding it from you. We just don't have them yet because they're selling so quick. Good. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting car when you think about... I mean, I, I think in history... Uh, you know, when these when this page is written, it will be that the, the vehicle like this was absolutely uh, high impact. It really, really changed the Kia brand for uh, a lot of people. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sitting in one right now. Uh, it's my personal uh, business, or sorry, my uh, um, uh, company car. But uh, to this day, people stop in gas stations and you know, in a, and or outside of AM uh, mini marts or something, go, what is that? That's a good-looking car. And then it's, oh, it's Kia. And that's, that's the game right there. Yeah, it sort of put the sexy back in sedan, didn't it? When sedans had been this sort of really yeah. boring, shapeless, you know, it had to have four doors and it had to look very much like a, you know, the Lincoln Town car had taken on its, you know, every sedan had to look like a miniature version of that. Kia took it and right. said everything could actually look like a two-door sports car, but be a comfortable four-door. And, and that's what they sort of made the, the, the Stinger into. It was designed by a gentleman named uh, Gregory Guillaume, uh, English mother, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, French father, uh, raised in Paris, saw back in the 70s and, and 80s these fantastic, excuse me, GTs. Uh, I get all worked up when I talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I saw these, uh, you know, grand touring, fantastic uh, four-seat Ferraris and Maseratis and things heading down to the south of France from uh, his home in Paris. And it just stuck. He wanted to then build something that touched that nerve. And that's what's so amazing about the Stinger. It is a proper grand touring car. You can take it up in your favorite canyon road and have a great time. Then you can, you know, uh, get your friends in it. It has plenty of room for four people and all their stuff. And super comfortable, great fuel efficiency, and roll for a 1,000 miles like it, it never happened. Yeah. It's just that perfect balance of really fun, really beautiful to look at, and very good at what it does. Yeah, no, it, and, and I think the first thing is when people buy a car, 
it has to attract yeah. their eye you know the to right. get even to get them on a deal a lot it has to attract their eye and that's the first thing the stinger did people will looked at it and said all right i will test drive it and then everything else right. has to fit into place after that but you've given the 2022 some significant upgrades yeah uh well we'll start off with the four cylinder version it's interesting when we first launched it back in 2018 we thought that the balance would be six cylinders and then kind of shift more to the four cylinders the six cylinder actually stayed incredibly popular uh, still outsells the four-cylinder. So what, what does Kia do? They look at a situation like that and say, let's make it better. And so they've taken a new 2.5-liter four-cylinder, rated about 300 horsepower, wow. and dropped it in there. So now the four-cylinder, some say that it's actually the nicer driving car because it's a little less weight up in the nose, but uh, it's now not down on power. I think we added uh, 45 horsepower, but increased fuel efficiency. Yeah. That's what Kia does so well. Yeah. yeah. So th- that that new four cylinder is really uh, the big news about it, and and it really allows uh, a new generation, uh, you know, maybe a little more looking for something more affordable, can still get that full on Stinger experience at a, at a much nicer price. Yeah. I mean, that's nice. Fuel, uh, and everybody, as gas starts to creep up, we've all been told it's going that direction, and nobody reacts until yeah. until it does go up. Everybody says, "Oh, I am." Well, never go up. But as it creeps up, people then respond by buying smaller cylinder cars. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. nice to see that happen. But you've also uh, given it sort of some upgrades in the electrical department, LEDs creeping in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. New, well, I mean, inside, uh, a new mood lighting all around, just kind of give it a, you know, that's always a thing. And Nick, you've been on a lot of uh, press events. You never see the car at nighttime when you're on those. Right. That that nighttime uh, experience when you're in the car should be as enchanting as it is during the day. Yeah. So we've added uh, some nice mood lighting in there, uh, a bigger 10, 10 half inch screen, uh, LED new headlights, uh, new LED taillights in the back. Uh, yeah, it, it just it's a beautiful upgrade on a vehicle that in my well, I shouldn't say this out loud, but I didn't think it needed upgrade. I think it's fantastic as it is. Right. But uh, th- this is Kia, so we always up the game when we can. And I think one of the things we forget is we always sort of think about buying new vehicles in the summer. But the truth is, when we get into our vehicles before or after work, it's often dark for half the year. And so we right. see them in the dark, and that leaves an impression on us. And that's important to yep. see it beautifully lit. Yep. Um, and, you know, a lot of times when we see commercials, too, it's in the dark. And uh, to see the beautiful lights, mm-hmm. it's it's really nice, too. Uh, new wheels as well, because I think wheels make a lot of difference to how a car looks, especially sitting on a dealer lot. My father, bless him, always used to say, a car is only good as the shoes it wears. Yeah. And he was right. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, we've uh, upgraded some, some new Nikes, Adidas, whatever turns your uh, crank. <laughs> Got some beautiful new shoes on this thing. Um, yeah, very aggressive rubber. I mean, it's a proper car. And, and when you look at the people who are, are, are coming and shopping for it, there's a heck of a lot of uh, traded in BMWs and Audis and Mercedes that was maybe not going in and, and looking at a K5 or looking at a, a Carnival or something like that. But they're right. coming in and, and saying, here's the keys to that BMW 3 Series. I'm going to leave in that Stinger. That is a new place for, for this brand. And um, and so, yes, uh, if, if you just keep evolving that game, it can only get uh, better. And, and we think, um, you know, the new 2022, as you were talking about with the uh, your local dealer there, it's already off to a fantastic start. So I guess uh, I guess the combination of the, the recipe is good. Uh, uh, the, 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 the kitchen's putting out some good stuff. Right. Uh, rear wheel drive, of course, as well. And you may be trading in your German yep. luxury vehicle that does zero to 60 in five seconds. Well, guess what? Your new Stinger does about the same, too, right? That's right. Yeah, well, the uh, the twin turbo six does it in about 
4.6, I think, is the last number I saw. So, yeah, it's it's plenty car. It'll get you in trouble, but you'll be laughing and smiling, so that's okay. And, of course, being Kia, uh, you have not shorted everybody on the technology, uh, especially on the inside. So big old screen as well. You, you got to do the screens these days. So, yep, 10.5-inch uh, screen, uh, wireless uh, uh, Android Auto and CarPlay, uh, um, just everything comfortable very uh you know very it's kind of a low car that wraps around you it just feels so nice and especially you know we live in a an suv crazed society right now they're not really they don't envelop you you kind of feel like you're sitting on them not in them and that's what's great about this car you really kind of uh it's like you know sitting in a baseball glove it just fits real well i think uh it's it's the difference between uh riding on a horse or riding in a carriage you know you can ride a horse there when you, you ride go. an suv or you could ride in a carriage when you when you ride a uh, in a stinger um because i'm gonna steal that line yeah. that's a good one there you go uh and then we could go into all the safety things uh but there's a list that you know we care about when we're buying the car but we know it's there anyway all your blind spot this and and mitigation that you know Nick, I think that, you know the safety technology. I think is interesting because everybody's doing it fantastic now. These cars today just they're 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 looking and monitoring everything and reliably, consistently. It's just it's so nice. But I think you're right. There's just so many systems now. It's really the the whole contingent of what it does. It delivers you comfort. It delivers you luxury. It's peace of mind. You know the car is watching out for you. So you don't need to look at all the each function individually. They, uh, we're so good now at kind of blending all these things. So, again, it's it's like uh, even uh, an inexpensive car is a luxury experience because you know it's going to take care of you. Yeah. And that's 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 a nice thing. So yeah, we've got a you know 14 or 15 different safety technologies. But again, I think it's the whole portfolio when they all come together that gives you a um, you know a, a luxurious experience that you may not expect it's a trusting and it's there already because we've seen it uh, right. what are we talking about cashola uh, let's see well, I don't have the numbers in front of me but I believe if a the GT line with the four cylinder starts at about 37 38 something in that space good price uh, if you want if you want to go all in and get the twin turbo uh, GT2 you're looking at uh, still under 50. All right. uh, which, again, if you want to go and look at a BMW or an Audi or something like that, 50 might just get you in the door. Yeah, if you like. So we're, we're, we're giving you the full, the full Monty, no, no yeah. pun intended. Yeah, all right. Well, listen, I'm going to look forward to uh, go playing with this when it arrives. Uh, so it you will said be about there soon, sir. Five weeks, you think? I think so, yeah. Um, again, we're trying to get them off the trucks, but they're going off to dealers instead. It's a wonderful problem, but it is a problem. So, uh, will, the, uh, will, you know. will the rear-wheel drive do burnouts? Oh, I mean, sure, maybe. Of Just, checking. Just checking. <laughs> That's all you care not, about. Not that I would it? know, of course. Do, do you have spare tires? Yeah. Uh, I will make sure that your vehicle <laughs> is uh, loaded with fresh rubber because I know what you're up to. Up there. Whoop, whoop. James Bell, uh, he's one of my best friends right now. I mean, he's always one of my best friends. I was going to say, Bell, oh, Thank you. The new Stinger is pretty awesome. Our auto expert, more on the way. Stand by. You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert radio show. Over 12,000 people have downloaded uh, the podcast and many more streamers. Join the happy listeners via iHeartRadio, the Pandora app, 
Apple Podcast and Spotify, OurAutoExpert.com. Hours of endless fun await you. I'm Nick Miles, and this is Our Auto Expert Radio Show, where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily from OurAutoExpert.com. Uh, Cadillac have, although have been moving most of their line into SUVs, they are still pumping out some amazing sedans and uh, reforming their sedan lineups, including the CD4, CD5, and uh, these vehicles now uh, pack some quite a, pack quite a big punch. And it's interesting to see the Super Cruise, which was their hands-free autonomous driving system has now filtered into the rest of the GM uh, field. So we're starting to see it on GMCs. It's going to filter into the GMC, uh, the GMC um, Sierras and uh, vehicles, the trucks for the first time, including they're going to have a version for trailers. And then it went into the Bolt mm-hmm. and the Bolt EUV. Um, so we've been saying this for a long time. Cadillac, put it into all of your vehicles. And the Escalade gets it this year as well. So if you're not familiar with Super Cruise, you can basically do hands-free driving for about 250,000 miles on freeways, different from any of the other hands-free systems around the country. Uh, it uses maps to, you know, maps to map the roads. They've all been mapped with special vehicles. Now, it does read the roads. It reads the lines on the roads and all those things while you're driving on it. Mm -hmm. But it actually uses those maps to know which roads it can travel because it knows where the roads are. But it still reads the lines and it reads LIDAR and radar while you travel down it. You can take your hands completely off the wheel and you can take your feet off the pedals, you set the adaptive cruise control, and it will just steer for you and drive for you at those speeds. Now, those roads don't have traffic lights on them. They're like freeways. Mm -hmm. So it's a little different from some of the other um, hands-free level two autonomous driving features. But it's cool. I mean, you can do that. And when it comes to the GMC Sierra trucks, you can actually tow a trailer with it. And you can do miles and miles of driving. So say you're driving across country on a freeway that doesn't have lights. You can actually sit on that freeway and just drive all the way across the country. And it does Canada as well. So Canadian roads as well, which is kind of cool. And it uses a camera. This freaks some people out a little bit. It uses a camera that looks at your eyes. Now, if you take your eyes off the road, so looking ahead, here we go, doing the road and everything like this. If you start to gaze off to your left or you gaze off to your right and you're not looking at the road, it will disengage. How does it let you know it's disengaging? It's kind of interesting. In the steering wheel, at the top of the steering wheel, there's a light bar, lots of little dots in the steering wheel. So imagine a wooden steering wheel or a plastic steering wheel. It's got a little section at the top of the steering wheel, which is lights. Mm -hmm. And those lights change color. So they're green if everything's going well and Super Cruise is engaged. If something's wrong, it'll start to flash red. And then it says, you need to start paying attention and take control because I'm disengaging. You're going to be on your own. And it does also, it makes noise as well. So it'll tell you I'm disengaging. Um, And then if you start to do input controls, like you start to use the gas, the brake, or you start to touch the steering wheel, it'll go blue saying, I'm actually in control, but you're doing things. So, so it's the attitude the way, lights. I got it. Yeah. But you're messing with me. Yeah, don't don't touch my stuff. Well, it doesn't say don't touch it, but it says, <laughs> it's true. I, I'm just letting you know I'm driving, but you're doing things. Okay. So I'm actually trying to drive here, but you're messing with me. Yeah. 
So, so it'll, good it'll tell you. I love it. It'll tell you. Just letting you know. Good. So, and, and I like Super Cruise. I like the idea. I think it's actually one of the best level two driving autonomy features out there. Um, it's a little restrictive. It, you know, but I think it's a lot safer than some of the other stuff. You hear about crashes all yes. the time with the Tesla, you know, there's a, there's a company out there that monitors all the Tesla cra crashes. Mm -hmm. Did you see that Tesla crash that was there the other week? No. Uh, the Tesla crash was there the other, I'm unzipping my jacket, by the way. The Tesla crash that was there, the, that was what the zip was. It wasn't my fly. The Tesla, <laughs> cra the Tesla crash that was there the other I wanted to make that clear. Yeah, okay. It was his the jacket. Te the, Tesla, jacket. the Tesla crash that happened the other week, they said that they couldn't, you know, both, unfortunately, both occupants of the vehicle uh, expired. Oh. But uh, they were both in the passenger seat. There was no one in the driver's seat. What? Yeah. I don't even want to know. No, it was bizarre. Don't want to know. It was bizarre. The police didn't know what happened because they found both, both occupants in the passenger seat. That's weird. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so I think, and, and if somebody... If somebody is not in the driver's seat, the system will just disengage and brake, and the car will come to a stop. You know, the four ways come on and all that sort of thing. So I That's think cool. actually Super Cruise is one of the safest systems out there. And the CT4s getting the the Super Cruise system, the CT5s getting the Super Cruise system, the Escalades getting the Super Cruise system. Um, they said Cadillac have said they're delivering a a Super Cruise system to me um, when it you know when the new Escalade comes. Great, so we can test it. Yeah. Awesome. We can sit there um, in the Escalade and we can drive the whole West Coast. Very cool. Or we can go all the way to Chicago to see our listeners in Chicago. There you go. Let's do that. I'm not driving. The car is. You, <laughs> you can sit looking at the camera the whole okay, way. Okay, I will. And I'll sleep. All right. That works. In the back. Because it's big enough to put a bed in the back and me and the dogs. There you go. Is that cool? Do they have the, the roll-up window glass so I can ignore you guys in the back? No, so we can ignore you and watch videos yeah, the whole exactly. way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Privacy class. Watch videos all day. <laughs> <laughs> but this CT4 is just amazing. It is beautiful. It's one of the best balanced sports cars I've ever driven. And it comes in rear-wheel drive and all-wheel drive. Mm -hmm. I have to tell you that I had the all-wheel drive version, and I kind of wish I had the rear-wheel drive version because you can do burnouts in yeah, it. Yeah, we know. Everything you what? want. What? You make you make me out to be a twelve year old boy. That's just my mental age. <laughs> what? That's your mental. Because age. I like to do burnouts in cars. Yeah, you like to do burnouts, definitely. Um, when I had the red eye that last week, I took Andy. Yeah. And we did a burnout in it, and See? he was like, "Holy cow!" Oh well, yeah, that car is just, car's just amazing. They all know it. The manufacturers all know it. They say when you get a car back from Nick that has lots of horsepower and rear-wheel drive, put new tires on. Uh huh. Pirelli send me new tires all the time. Yeah, I know. I heard about that. Because <clears throat> I burn them. Sorry. Um, I'm very honorable with the cars that I get loaned. I look after them. It's I don't do rear-wheel drive burnouts, and I don't... You know. Yes, you do. You have to what? test that. It's You have to test the braking system. The best car for burnouts? Just saying, is the Mercedes-Benz E63S wagon. Really? Because it's heavy in the back because it's a wagon. It's got more weight in the back. Mm. You can disengage the all-wheel drive and make it rear-wheel drive in the yeah. back. It is phenomenal. And Brian Cotter can show me how to disengage the rear-wheel drive. Oh, that's right. That's and right. And you can do drifting and you can do burnouts in it. And I will tell you, even for $160,000, that car is off the hook. Well, I was going to say, you didn't have a problem in the Supra either. 
All right. And <laughs> on to other things about what I've never done burnouts in. Still to come on the show, we have uh, lots of really cool stuff, including we're going to talk about a great entry-level SUV for your uh, family and your kids especially. We're going to talk about stupid, stupid Jeep Wrangler 392 that has stupid horsepower. Oh, and love it. Audi R8, which you can have an out-of-body experience with. And put a deposit on a flying car. It's all coming up. You're listening to the R Auto Expert Podcast. Locally created, nationally celebrated from the northwest to the southeast, this is the World's Car Radio Show. If it has a throttle, we'll feature it on air, online, on smartphone, or on smart speaker. This is our Auto Expert, where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. I'm your host, Nick Miles, along with truck girl, Jen. Uh, If you're thinking about buying one of your children a vehicle this year, and I mean children who obviously have driver's licenses, as many people are, uh, first of all, you obviously have to be sensible about it, and unless you're not a sensible adult. You bought Stephen a car, didn't you? Yeah. You, did, you didn't buy him anything sensible, though, did you? No. You're pretty un, You're not a sensible adult, are you? Okay, well, I didn't buy him a V8. How about that? Right. He got the V6 Camaro. V6 Camaro. Yeah. Semi. No, not a sensible adult. <laughs> a fun adult. A fun adult? Yeah, because he wanted mine, and mine's a V8. Were you divorced when you bought him that? Of course. Were you trying to be the parent that he liked? No. Were you competing for love? No. He just liked <laughs> me better anyways. <laughs> because you bought him a V6 Camaro? No. Oh, really? He okay. liked me before that. Okay. So you weren't competing then. You already had You already had him. I don't, I don't need to buy my son's love. No. <laughs> no. It's always, kids do always better when they, you know. When they have parents to fight against it, you fight over it, over them. Oh, no. There was no competition. Well, you were just always the best. Of course. <laughs> of course. You were always the better parent. I am. You won hands down. I did. If you want to be the better parent and buy your kids a safer <laughs> car, um, one of the vehicles that we always suggest is the Hyundai Venue. And to tell us all about it, Michael Evanoff is here from Hyundai. He's the Senior Manager of Product Planning. Uh, you planned a pretty good vehicle around this venue, Michael. <laughs> Hi, Nick and Jen. Great to be here. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of work went into this. This was, you know, a first for, for the Hyundai brand, uh, bringing in an SUV, uh, which is now the seventh in our lineup, um, you know, below the Kona and below the Tucson as far as price and size. Um, so, yeah, we did want to provide a vehicle, you know, for that younger buyer, uh, you know, cost conscious uh, and safe and full of technology. <laughs> Um, so I think the venue definitely delivers on, on all aspects of that. It's it's slightly, sm- it, well, is it smaller than the, ve- uh, the, uh, the Kona? Because they look very similar in size, but they are very different. Yeah, it, it is smaller than Kona. Wheelbase and overall length uh, is smaller. Uh, I think actually the height uh, of the venue is a little bit taller uh, than, the, than the Kona. Kona's got a little bit more of a raked um, roof line. Uh, but yeah, it does position uh, both from a size and a price uh, point uh, below the uh, below the Kona. And I think uh, one of the things about it is that it's almost perfect. If you were going to make a list of things that you wanted your, let's say, first-time driver to have, um, this would probably hit the mark 100% on all absolutely everything, right? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Um, you know, it's it's very fuel efficient. Uh, delivers 31 uh, miles per uh, 31 miles per gallon combined. Um, it has a lot of standard safety technology from forward collision uh, avoidance assist, which is basically, you know, like 
automatic emergency braking, um, also lane keeping assist uh, and driver attention warning. So you've got you know, a, a full Hyundai smart sense of, of, of safety technology standard. Um, and also, you know, the price point starts at 18750 for the very well-equipped um, SE trim, but then also technology, you know, especially the younger buyers, you know, it's all about the phone these days and it has been for a while. Um, but, you know, we've got, you know, the eight inch display audio, which is standard. Um, and that comes with wireless uh, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto now. So you don't even need the cord. You can just, you know, connect wirelessly uh, and have your phone experience up there on that eight inch display. So I think the technology, the styling, you know, the efficiency and the safety, uh, it, it is a complete package for that for that first time buyer. And knowing how unreliable teenagers are or young drivers are or young people, you've actually included all the maintenance. Yeah, I, I know all about teenage drivers. <laughs> Uh, I have one of them myself. Right. Um, yeah. So now, so now, uh, starting as last year, or is it the year before now? It's like time is just the essence of, or the the concept of time is very hard to grasp these days. But um, yeah, we include uh, three years or thirty six thousand miles, whichever comes first, uh, of free maintenance, which basically includes uh, oil changes and tire rotations, which all the vehicle uh, really needs, uh, you know, for those first couple years of ownership. So that's all included. Yeah, and that's just, which is great. So your kid doesn't have to say, we can't afford to get an oil change. You say, just take it in. It's all taken care of. Yep. You know, stop yep, whining. Exactly. But, you uh, know, this <laughs> is good, actually, for a commuter car as well. You know, I would yeah. buy one of these versus, you know, my $4 a gallon right now for well, my well, truck. Well, you would. Yes. <laughs> I love the denim. It's so cute. Uh, this it's is a commuter car. This is the secret. I'll tell you the secret, and Michael won't mind you telling me. I mean, telling you this: uh -huh. these vehicles are always designed for you know the teenager, the first time buyer, the young uh -huh. family. But accidentally, a lot of other people buy them too, <laughs> like you know couples who are downsizing and you know commuters and those things, right, Michael? Like even though they're designed yep. for a specific audience, there is a lot of other audiences that buy them because they're convenient. I understand that, but I was just saying I think it would be perfect for a commuter car. Forget the first time buyers. I I will put you in touch with the Hyundai dealer. And <laughs> I think I know a couple people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, has it been a good seller for you, Michael? Yeah, it, it actually has. Um, you know, being like I said, the seventh SUV and the popularity of SUVs right now, you can't deny. You know, you see them everywhere. Um, you know, the first four years, uh, I'm sorry, four months of this year, um, you know, we've had increasing sales for venue every consecutive month. Um, last year or last month and the month prior were, were two of the best venue months we've had. Um, so definitely, uh, it's been a strong um, seller in the in the Hyundai lineup. The, uh, and, of course, if you love, live above the Mason-Dixon line, one of the positive portions of this is that it does come with a snow mode, too. Mm -hmm. Yes, as, far, as part of the, uh, the drive modes, you have normal and eco or sport. Um, and then you also have uh, a snow mode, which actually works you know, with the uh, traction control logic and algorithms to, to maximize um, you know, um, the, the, the traction in snowy or, or icy conditions, maybe starts off in a, in a little bit higher ratio of the transmission um, to help you, you know, in that inclement weather to, to give you uh, that extra peace of mind. And, of course, there's lots of, you know, as you upgrade, you can go from the SE to the SEL and then, of course, the denim. You can get things like the 8-inch touchscreen, obviously, on the upper trim levels and 17-inch wheels and all of these sort of nice extra things. Um, and I like the fact that even in the on the highway, you can get up to 33 miles a gallon. I mean, and, and even in the top level, the denim, 
where it's only $22,050. And, and presumably you can probably put packages on top of that, right? Uh, we actually we make it really simple. There's only uh, four ways to get it. There's three trims. And there's only one option package on the SEL. Um, so basically it's easier for dealers to stock, um, you know, what configuration you want, easier for shoppers um, to decide. And, and you mentioned those 17-inch wheels. You know, we apply that pretty liberally throughout the, the lineup. They're on about 75% of, of venues out there. Um, the 8-inch screen is standard. Uh, you go up to the highest de- the denim trim, and that's, that 8-inch screen is also navigation as well. So it doubles uh, uh, as that you know, additional benefit. Plus, we've got LED headlights and taillights, um, you know, a proximity key with push-button start, heated seats. So you know, we really wanted to give features, you know, that, you know, high-demand features uh, at a low price point. In a, in a very functional uh, utility vehicle. I mean, I think, you know, $159 a month um, for lease is not bad, right, Jim? No, no, de- de- definitely not. It's all about monthly sometimes, and, that, and I think it's definitely easy on the pocketbook. Yeah, Plus, with the, you know, with, with the warranty and the maintenance, you're, you're covered. It's warranty. cheaper than my gas. <laughs> I pay, well, now that gas is now $4 a gallon, um, yeah, I pay about 400 a week. Or, a week? I'm sorry, well, a month. Uh, a month. Sorry. 400 a month. 400 a month. So I could buy t- almost two of them. Yeah, that would, be, that would be your insurance, your gas, and your car payment, just in what you're paying in gas right now. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, you know, Jen, I think you might have talked yourself into it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I like the denim one. It's so cute. You know, and like you could keep your truck. Uh-huh. And my Camaro. Yeah. Since I just sold my other truck, yeah. right? And you could keep them, and <laughs> and you could keep them just for the price of what you're spending in gas. I know. Yeah, yeah Michael, you might, you might have a sale here. Can I get commission on this? <laughs> no, this you one? cannot. I want, <laughs> I want commission in this sale. I'm just saying. Uh, it does come in some really cool colors if you're not into the denim. The denim just comes in the blue, right? Yeah. Yeah, the denim is just uh, um, the, the basically the top trim. We, we called it the denim edition, you know, with the white roof and some of the other contrasting white pieces on the exterior. Also, the interior on that is kind of a denim. Uh, it, is a, it is like an off blue. Um, you know, it's very it, – that's what helped, I think. You know, we won Ward's 10 Best Interiors last year uh, for 2020, and there were some high-profile SUVs in that, in that category that also won – uh, so very proud to see denim in there. Um, actually, we're looking to add some more fun colors uh, to the lineup here for the upcoming model year. Um, so we, you know, got the the two-tone was well received. So we kind of want to expand on that a little bit uh, in the very near future to to get some more options for buyers out there. I think uh, you know we might better talk Jen into this. So I'm just I'm just saying we're just <laughs> a little bit of arm twisting. We might better get her into this one too. Because uh, you have $400, you'd save some gas money, and you'd still keep the vehicles you have. And I'm just saying, Jen, I think you might be—I think you might be right there. I'm just saying. Well, I not think. just me, for anybody. Yeah, but you too. Yeah, it's of my, course. <laughs> I need another vehicle, right? Yeah. <laughs> you need a decent vehicle. Wait, it has Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Uh huh. So you could you could actually talk to me instead of her not being able to text me back when she's driving. See, now you could just tell the car to text Nick back, shut up, stop texting me. See, that's the best <laughs> thing about it. I could just say, sorry, I'm driving. Sorry, I'm driving. Yeah. And I don't have to All answer. Right. Maybe we shouldn't get her a new car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael, it's always an absolute pleasure to talk yeah. to you. Um, hopefully, we'll see you on a new Hyundai event soon. I know we have uh, yep. the Santa Cruz coming up, and we have mm-hmm. uh, the Ionic 
coming up and we have yeah, a bunch of excited. other things the Ionic 5 and a bunch more stuff coming up so we'll look forward to uh, hanging together at some uh, events coming yep. up you have a lot of new vehicles coming up and I know you have some new announcements coming up in the future so uh, it's going to be exciting Michael Evanoff is of course the man that plans all the product for Hyundai and this is the venue which is ooh, so sexy for 2022 there is more Our Auto Expert on the way stand by You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Catch up with previous episodes of the show at our website. It's ourautoexpert.com. O-U-R-A-U-T-O-E-X-P-E-R-T.com. You can hear all the past shows. You can see automotive videos and read insider car stories about your next ride. Our Auto Expert is where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. You'll find it all at ourautoexpert.com. You can also see our TV news stories. And you can listen to this show on the podcast. If you scroll down to the bottom of your screen, it says podcasts right there. There are over 140 episodes of this show. Plus, of course, there are writers there from all over the world. You can see and read those stories. And one of those writers is Perry Stern. Perry actually writes for MSN Autos. You can see his stories at MSN Autos and read many of Perry and Mike's stories and of Voss's stories as well as um, Bill, uh, Bill's stories right on the website at ourautoexpert.com. One of the stories that Perry has written is about the absolutely insane Jeep Wrangler Rubicon 392. Why did they make this vehicle, Perry? Well, you know, it's, it's typical for, you know, Chrysler or Stellantis or whatever you want to call them now. Um, their their kind of method is to increase, increase value or interest in a car by just putting a whole bunch more horsepower in. Um, and so this is pretty common for what they've been doing in the past. You know, they've got the Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk with, what, 700-plus horsepower. They've got the Durango Hellcat, and now they have the Wrangler Rubicon 392 with a proper Hemi V8 in it. But it's what every crazy person wants, right? Yeah, any crazy person that wants a Wrangler. I mean, the interesting thing with this one is it's not terribly flamboyant. So, you know, for someone who doesn't really know what it is, you'll see it. It looks like a Wrangler. You know, there's some slight differences. There's a hood scoop that says 392 on it. It actually rides about an inch higher, so it's got more ground clearance than a typical Wrangler. Um, But when you start it up, everybody knows what it is because it has one of the loudest exhausts that I've heard on a Hemi V8 of any vehicle, and it sounds so cool. Uh, when I started up in my driveway, my other half said, is it broken? Does it need to go to the shop? <laughs> Which I thought uh, was. No, this is, this is the way it's supposed to be. And when you put full throttle, um, I mean, it'll scare little children. It's, it's really loud and obnoxious. And I think part of the reason you hear it so well is, you know, a Wrangler doesn't have really good soundproofing. You know, the doors can be removed, the roof can be removed. And removing all of that and then putting full throttle, I mean, that's an experience. Yes, no, absolutely, and I I have driven one that way and then tried to have a conversation with somebody. Don't try that (laughs) with the roof off. No, Yeah, it's pointless. I mean, it's crazy. This is a Jeep Wrangler that'll do zero to 60 in four and a half seconds, and part of the reason it can do that is it's full-time four-wheel drive, so there is no shifting into four-wheel drive. You can still shift into low, 
and that's the nice thing with the ring with the 392 is it does everything a wrangler can do i mean it's it can disengage the you know the the axle so you can uh have more ground clearance and more play with the wheels um it can climb over rocks it can do all of that but it can also do it really really fast um, and of course, the amount of torque is amazing. You can do ridiculous things with the amount of torque. So you, you know, you can go up rocks because of the amount of power with it uh, much faster. In fact, uh, I have video of us doing that. And uh, you just see it's almost you could flip it over backwards with the amount of torque it has pushing to the wheels. It's just so Yeah, crazy. I would imagine it could do a wheelie. Yes. I don't I, I don't particularly want to imagine that. I don't want to try that. It scares me just thinking no, about it. No. But the yeah. the cool thing with that full-time four-wheel drive and all that power, even on a gravel road, you put your foot down and it takes off like a shot. I yes. mean, you're basically doing four-wheel burnouts. Um but I took it down, you know, some you know old, you know, forest roads uh up here in uh, in uh, the northwest and it's you know it handles like a Jeep. I mean, you can, get, but you can go down these roads that are full of potholes. I mean, you know, where a typical car is going to have some trouble and you can cruise through 40, 50 miles an hour and the Jeep just absorbs all that, you know, all the bad terrain and stays pretty comfortable. Yes. And, and, and I like the buttons that you can turn off it being crazy. I mean, you can stop it being crazy, right? Well, you, you can stop the sound of it being crazy, but it never really gives up on the crazy. <laughs> True. I mean, you're not going to. You're still going to have 475 horsepower or whatever. 470 horsepower. Um, so it's uh, it's going to be crazy. And the the really crazy thing is that it did. You know, the Wrangler did have a V8 a long time ago. So I think it was about 40 years ago. And the V8 was a five liter V8 in that uh, Jeep, and it put out 125 horsepower. Now, uh, yeah, they've advanced a bit. Yes, a little bit. Uh, I, I will tell you, though, it's not inexpensive. No, no. And that's, you know, this is the top of the line. If you go looking for a Wrangler, this is the most expensive one that you can buy, at least production-wise. And I believe that the vehicle I drove had a sticker of about $78,000. Right. So $78,000, there's a lot of options out there. I mean, if you're looking for crazy and you're looking for off-road, then this is the one for you. But um, you can also, you know, buy a regular Wrangler and a, you know, a, a Miata. Yes, that's true. However, I will say that I have seen them for a lot less than than sticker price. I've seen them on dealer lots for less, although that might be changing now that there's a shortage of semiconductors. But um, it might be. Yes. It might be. And this is the interesting thing is, though, that they came out with the 392, which is, you know, getting about 12 miles per gallon at best. Um, at the same time, they came out with the plug-in hybrid. So yes. they've now introduced both ends of the scale. You've got, you know, efficient over here where it can drive, you know, off-road at full electric power over to here where you're, you know, there's not going to be any worry of animals getting in your way because they'll <laughs> have heard you coming long distance away. Yes, I'm not. I'm not sure which I prefer actually, because I like the electric drive up mountains when it's completely silent, but has huge amounts of torque because of the electric engine. So it does both really nicely, which I think is awesome. Yeah, you you kind of need both, I guess. Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, Perry, listen, it's always great to have you on the show. Uh, Three ninety two is definitely something I'd like in my uh, rear, um, in my driveway. Um, the big secret about this car, by the way, you know what its original name was supposed to be? No, it was supposed to be called the Apache. But uh, that disappeared. That disappeared after all the shenanigans with the names. 
So that, ah, ah. that was its working title. And then it became the 392 when there was all the hoo-ha about names. So uh, I think I think that I think 392 works. Yeah, I mean, maybe. It's, it's, maybe. it's kind of like an insider secret. You know, when you see 392, if you, you know, some people won't know what that is. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, obviously, that's, uh, that's those it. who know will know. Yeah. Perry Stern, thank you so much. Uh, read your stuff at ourautoexpert.com. You're listening to the Our Auto Expert Podcast. Our Auto Expert is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can start a conversation with us. Just ask us a car question. Direct messages in Our Auto Expert. It's where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. Following the 2021 introduction of the rear-wheel drive Audi R8, the series production model, the brand's Halo sports car returns for 2022 with a new R8 rear-wheel drive performance model, replacing last year's entry into the R8 family. The 2022 R8 Performance rear-wheel drive receives a power increase from 532 uh, horsepower to 562 horsepower, and the torque increases from 398 pounds-feet to 406 pound-feet of torque. Uh, two new packages are also available for the rear-wheel drive models. Uh, and joining us is my old pal Anthony Garbus, the product manager at Audi of America. Uh, Anthony, first question for you: How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? It's good. good to hear your voice. Yeah, you too. How's Xbox going? Good? <laughs> you know, I've dialed it back a little bit. What? It's the it's pandemic. You you can pretend. I know. Sorry, guys. I'm on a conference call. Let me, let me just kill these bunch of guys, and then I'll be right with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always would say I try to live myself in the evening for like 30 to 45 minutes. I'd play online with my friend, and that would be it. That's like so one game. do it a couple nights a week. That's one game. That's, that's like, one round. That's stress relief. In like small three, doses, you know, three. What are you playing right now? I just feel like, I feel like as an adult, I can't spend too much time playing Xbox. <laughs> you so, know, wait, kids, but, uh, so I, wait, I like, wait. I've moderated. Kids aren't allowed to play. So, who? When are you allowed to play? <laughs> I, as an adult, you should be playing all you want. You have, to, you do it. You work for a living. You pay the bills. It's the only time you are allowed to play. I feel like they're better uses of my time though, than playing Xbox. So everything in moderation, Nick. All right. What, is, are, right? what are you Just playing? What are you playing right now? The new, I, like everyone plays the Call of Duty games, right? The right. new one that came out, I guess, what, six months ago or something. Right. I don't st- love it. I think that's also what it is. I don't uh, love it very much. I'm still on Battlefield yeah. four, 5, and I'm waiting for 6 to come out, or whatever it's going to be called oh, this fall. Anyway. All right. Let's get on to <laughs> <All right. laughs> Let's we talk about my favorite car. Yeah, let's yeah, let's just talk Battlefield. Let's have a, a video ga- a game about. You know what? That might be a good idea. Anyway, all right. Let's just. Do you yeah. want me to do a game show? Of a, yeah, let's do a car, okay, let's a car do a game show, show about yeah. ga- games, Battlefield yes. and Call of Duty games. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's talk about this. Uh, first of all, can you do burnouts in the rear wheel drive R8? Oh yeah, you can do burnouts. You can drift. I mean, it's 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 very uh, it's very lively, right? When you Stop putting power to the front wheel. You change the entire dynamics of the vehicle. Let's um, so let's it's ask, very engaging. Let's ask the most important question of the whole interview. When Why haven't I got Nick one? one? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that's a tough question. You need to ask that to the PR people. Let me deflect that to them. Go but uh, we haven't. Uh, the we just sent the orders in to start. We started production 
another eight weeks from now or so on the uh, R8 rear-wheel drive. So for model year 22. I'm going to so be in. I'm going to be in Detroit on the 17th of May. Could I get one? <laughs> I don't even make it from Germany uh, to Detroit in uh, what a week. Fly it. Just put it on <laughs> a plane. Days. It's Audi. You he got loads of money. So it's so Audi. You got loads of money. Put it on a plane. You are so impatient. Fine. Shush. Yeah. Shush with your Good nagging woman. Good things come to those who wait. Whoa. <laughs> Shush with your nagging Whoa. woman. Whoa. Um, I have to tell you about this story. So Thanksgiving, I go to my uh, one of my best friends. He's a physician's house. And I always take something really cool. Like I took a, a Durango police car once and I took everything. So one year we took an R8. And he wanted to take a ride in it, as he does every year. And so we mm-hmm. found a really quiet road that had nobody on it. It might have been private, might have not. And uh, he wanted to see how fast it went. So we did zero to 100 miles an hour in seven seconds. And he was stamping on the floor <laughs> with his left foot as we did it. And he's a physician, of course. And we got there. And at the end of it, he went, um, I had an out-of-body experience. He said, <laughs> I've, I've never done that. He said, I've never been so fast in my life. He said, I, have an, I had an out-of-body experience. That was incredible. So there you go. I just want to let you know that Audi had my, he's my physician and one of my best friends, had an out-of-body experience in the R8 because we went so fast. The R8 will do that to you. Yeah. It's true. I mean, it really is. It, it, the car is so great because, as I always tell people, you'll never get something like this again in the future, right? Right. Everything you see moves towards electrification, and that is awesome in its own sense, but it's a very different experience than the high-revving V10 and that raw sound and power connection that you feel to this car. Yeah. And that's something that makes R8 so special, and that's why I absolutely love it. I yeah. mean, this has been you – know, I've been working on R8 since 2013, 2014, since the previous generation, and now through this entire generation of the current car. And, uh, you know, I consider it like my child. <laughs> so yeah. – um, it's really cool here, and we have a lot of a lot of neat stuff. And as you said, you know, we moved to the R8 rear-wheel drive, brought it back in Model Year 21, where we did it in Model Year 18 to the limited run of 320 units of a rear-wheel series for the U.S. Right. Uh, and that was testing the waters of how this rear-wheel drive R8 will go. And, I mean, those cars sold out within a month <laughs> when wow. they got to the dealers. Wow. And uh, so we brought it back, Model Year 21, and now Model Year 22, we're adding more power. You said 30 more horsepower, uh, 8 more pound-feet of torque, bringing down some other, like, performance goodies from the top model into the rear-wheel drive model um, with, you know, ceramic brakes, uh, the milled cut and forged wheels and the shell seats and the sport exhaust and all these little things to really just enhance the driving experience. And also it opens up that that segment of car uh, to someone else. You know, the performance quattro models in the $190,000 range, and now you bring it down $50,000 less into the one mid-140s, and you can attract also your customer, you know, cross-shop with Advantage, or uh, AMG GTC or these other cars in that sub one fifty thousand uh, price point. So it's really it's really great. There's an R8 for everyone. I can't tell you enough how amazing this vehicle is to drive. Now, do you get to decide how they're packaged when they come to the U.S.? Yeah, that's, that's what what I do. Um, one of the big points of, of the job is to the packaging and structure and pricing and uh positioning of the model so yes um yes is it do you like the packaging this is a loaded (laughs) this is a loaded question wait this is a loaded question (laughs) does it come in green so 
it's funny. As you know, I love green. Yes, I did. We bonded over this before. Yes. Uh, I'm driving a green S5 Cabriolet right. at the moment, right. uh, which I absolutely love. And I was just filling up with gas uh, just an hour ago. And guy, the gas station came and says, wow, really nice color. I go, thank you. You know, I appreciate that you like this color. Because uh, most people, it's green to think of the past. But it's starting to come back. You can see it in watches. A lot of watches now are coming with green dials as well. Right. So right. it's coming back into fashion. One out of every eight R8s we do is an exclusive color. So, um, you know, we'll paint your car pretty much whatever you want. Uh, and uh, 12% of R8s to get that done. So, yes, you can do green if you'd like to. But it's not a standard color. It is not a standard color. You need to probably get that in the standard color palette. I'm just saying, Anthony. <laughs> you know, one of the things about when you buy a car of this caliber, you want to make sure that you don't pull up next to the same one at a stoplight next to you, right? So the exclusivity is one of the big things. That's why the exclusive, right. that exclusive business is so high on Ari. What are these uh, new packages we have for this year? So um, one thing that we always did before was the, the, the top model would get the sport exhaust uh and that would be the only option to get it, right? So now move that down to the rear-wheel drive model as well. So you can add a little bit more sound and grunt to the to the car, which when you have that V10, that is exactly what everyone wants, right? The sound from this car. And then I made a dynamic package where I put ceramic brakes, uh, the really the fixed bucket seats. There are Recaro bucket seats that are great, especially if you want to take part of the track. Um, and then different milled uh, cut and lightweight wheels that you can that are all packaged together as well. So... It's like you can get all some of the performance goodies from the Quattro model and then apply them to the rear-wheel drive. You can still maintain a, a, a different price point. Can you get a Quattro model with a button that makes it all uh, rear-wheel drive? No. There's no de decoupling. Uh, there's no way to decouple the system. Um, but the majority of the R8 always tries to go as much power to the rear, rear as possible. So it is a rear-wheel drive car with a hang-on front axle. Uh, and so what we do on the rear-wheel drive is just take away that you know, uh, drive shaft, prop shaft, and the and the 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 pallet system in the front uh, to make a rear wheel drive. All right, painful part of the interview. and then you adjust suspension, you adjust the right. axles in the back, you adjust camber, and all these things that come together in steering um, to make a rear wheel drive. But yes, it's, it's relatively modular. Uh, painful part of the interview. How much is this going to hurt my wallet? <laughs> so the uh, rear wheel drive is one forty six. And uh, the uh, the performance, the Quattro is 197. I'd probably so rather have the rear-wheel drive, I'll be honest with you. Well, there's also a big... So the, the Quattro car has 602 horsepower, 413 pound-feet of torque, so it's got more power. It also has more standard equipment, and it's full carbon uh, on, the, on the interior, on the engine bay, the side blades, the mirror cap, spoiler. Uh, you know, it's got different wheels, got ceramic brake standard, that's sport exhaust standard. So there's a lot more content in as well, not just the, you know, Quattro system itself. Yeah, but I don't know. I just really, I, I like the idea of rear-wheel drive. It's probably not great for the winter, but why would you take out your supercar in the winter anyway? I don't but know. That's one of the great things about the R8 is that you can drive it year-round. It, it, it's, you can put snow tires on it, right? We sell a winter tire package to it, and we have to sell a decent number of them. Yeah, but and it's... you have an all-wheel drive car with snow tires. You drive it year-round, and the fact is R8 comfortable. <laughs> So it's not that but, you have 
this track car only. Right, right, it is a comfort right. vehicle to drive but, and go errands and you yeah. run to dinner. But yeah. I'd, I'd argue with you that you probably have four or five other cars in the driveway too, like a Range Rover and a Denali and, sure. you know, a Bronco. You mean a Q7? Yeah, Q7. yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, sorry. Exactly, yeah. Anthony, we went to different brands. it's always amazing to have you on the show. I wish we, uh, I wish you had like 25 more cars to talk about, but we have to find 25 <laughs> more things to have you on more regularly. Andy Garbus is the uh, the product guy for Audi. I mean, we were talking about the R8 rear-wheel drive for 2021, 20, 22, and maybe more in the future. Stand by. More Our Auto Expert on the way. You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert has over 12,000 people downloading the uh, podcast and many more stream it live. Join the happy listeners via iHeartRadio, the Pandora app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and OurAutoExpert.com. Hours of endless fun await you. I'm Nick Miles, and this is Our Auto Expert Radio Show. Two million Americans get their automotive news daily from Our Auto Expert. <clears throat> A lot of interesting news this week, Jen. Uh, California electric owners uh, allegedly switching back to uh, gas. Some owners are switching back to gas, saying roughly about they're saying roughly about 20 percent of electric vehicle owners in California replacing their electric cars with gas because of and this is a study by UC Davis, which I believe is in Sacramento. Uh, the, the reason drivers are making the switch uh, because of the inconvenience of charging. According to the study, the study finds and suggests that the challenges of facing charging in the EV market is uh, why they are doing this. It's uh, up to nine years old for those people. They just can't find the chargers. And that's as the growing number of people get electric chargers. You don't think about that, but unless you, you have one in your home, you go to a supermarket, they're all taken. You know, you go someplace, someone plugs their car in at an airport and just leaves it there while they take a week-long trip, and you come to an airport and you're working there, and the charge is taken up. Well, and you figure California has stricter laws, so more electric vehicles are there than they are pretty much anywhere else. Um, does that annoy you as a non-electric vehicle-owning person, people that disrespect and park in the electric charging places when they're not electric? Yeah, that's wrong. I, I see that happen all the time, and it's only annoyed me once at a, when I had an electric vehicle, but there was a charger next to it that was open, so I parked there, but somebody parked in the parking space that wasn't electric. That's just rude. And they often put the disabled parking spaces next, next to, to it. Next to them, yeah. And so there was someone with a disabled sign in the disabled parking and this person had a disabled sign and they were angry that they couldn't park in the disabled because it was taken so they parked in the electric parking space oh well so uh, that's is this portland oregon yeah well okay i mean that that's difficult isn't it you know i understand that you're disabled you need access to the store but there was also someone else that needed that space well in where i'm at there is hardly any electric charging spots right so and you live outside of the city a little more mm-hmm. so probably there's a lot less electric than there is in vancouver washington right correct yeah where we are i mean i we have like more of the <laughs> higher end supercars that we see downtown or you have a truck right so i uh, i know of two big charging centers we have one at the grocery store and then we have one in the mall the mall has, I think, 10 spaces, maybe more. Is anybody going to the mall yeah, right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the mall's open. Okay. Uh, but it's an open-air mall. 
there's an you know a promenade. Okay. So gotcha. it's all open air and it's sort of a half circle and you walk around this half circle of the stores. Then there's the indoor mall, but there's this is where the charging center is, okay. is sort of the open air mall area. And and right in the middle is the charging bay and there's there's I think ten spaces. There's there may be six chargers, but there's ten charging spaces. So when your car's finished charging, you can unplug it but leave it there. Oh. And then someone else can plug theirs in. But it's it's never all being used. But the the grocery store only has two chargers and often one's in use and sometimes both are in use. Um, yeah, it's definitely sounds like an inconvenience because yes. you got to upgrade your house. You got to find where their charging stations are at. Right. I don't know. I, I have a charge point charger at my house. I know where my, my gas station is. Right. <laughs> I have a charge point charger at my house and I have yeah. a, a place for a second charger. And I was surprised they were only 150 bucks. Amazon sell them. They're 150 bucks. You well, buy them and you just plug them in like a dryer. They have a dryer plug on them. You plug yeah. them into the thing and the 50 amp chargers, you plug them in. Done. I did see this company that they look like little discs yeah. that you can stick under your car. Oh, that's the wireless one. Yeah, those are really cool. Does every car work with them? I don't think so. I don't know that. That's a That would be a really good point. Yeah. To find. I know that Infinity were working on something for their cars like that, but you know like if you ever charge your phone with the wireless charging pad? Sure. Oh, yours doesn't do it, does it? No, mine's no. an older model. My phone does that, but it takes a long time. Does it? Yeah. Mm. I don't I, I don't like it because you have to get the phone just in the right position. See, I have... And the, I have a big case on mine and it doesn't work. I have the cool phone, you know, where you can actually replace your batteries. <laughs> yeah. So I have yours three batteries. Yours works on double A's? Double A's, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the brick phone. No. Oh, it's not? No. All right. I thought you had a brick phone. <laughs> I might okay, somewhere. Just checking. <laughs> just checking. Hey, did you know you can put a deposit down on a flying car now? Yeah, you were talking about that. $5,000 deposit goes uh, down on this uh, Aska uh, flying car. It's coming in 2026. The Silicon Valley-based startup called NFT uh, earlier this month opened the showroom to tout their aircraft and accepted the refundable deposit to join the Founders Club uh, to put a deposit down on this vehicle. 2026. Just to let you know, still okay, need a pilot well, license. Well, so just yeah, so you know. need a pilot's license. And yeah. then you told me how much it costs. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Just five hundred whatever today, six thousand dollars. Seven hundred what? Yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't care. I'm not buying one. Nope. I got a Ford Marquis on order, GT. I'd rather have the Audi R eight. <laughs> Global chip shortage goes from bad to worse. This is really interesting. You guys should pay attention to this. It goes from bad to worse. Let me just tell you some facts about this global chip shortage. Subaru may be out of cars by July. Wow. The local Subaru dealer I just talked to said, we're, we don't, we're so short of cars. We could be out by July. Ford is still making cars without chips, and there could be a tire shortage coming because rubber is really short, and China is stockpiling rubber, so we could be out of tires by the summer. Um, so there's a massive tire shortage coming. So go get your tires now is what you're right. saying, right? And okay. almost every manufacturer is uh, stopping hours for uh, manufacturing because they're so short. So if you have a chance of buying a car, I got people that said they can't. They're they're looking at used cars that as the price of new cars. So, just telling you. We're gonna we we should uh, think about this chip thing. Right. Yeah. Positive note: <laughs> 40th anniversary for Motor Week. It debuted in 1981. It's been on the air for 40 years. 
Congratulations, Motor Week. The pilot episode was 1980 uh, that they did of Motor Week. Hmm. Um, and everybody looked a lot younger. Gonna say, I'm just saying. Makes me feel old. <laughs> Does it? Did you see the first episode? I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. We were all a lot younger. Uh, yeah. And, and I was we've, alive. We've only been on the air seven years. Eight, I think. Almost eight. eight. Years. Yeah. Yeah. We've got another 32 to go to uh, equal oh Motor Week. <laughs> it's been a wonderful ride. Said John Davis. John, congratulations. We are friends, John and I. Um, he hasn't aged a single day. He's only aged 40 years. <laughs> we're going to have to make the studio bigger for our hover rounds when, yeah. <laughs> when we get that age. Yeah, we'll be using wheelchairs by the time we finish yeah. I don't think we'll be on the air 40 years. We're all too old. So uh, thank you, listener. As I said at the top of the show, you look amazing. I don't know what you're doing to look so good, but thank you for listening. If you want to listen to more shows, ourautoexpert.com. See our TV videos. Plus, you can read all great insider stories. And, of course, uh, this show, if you scroll to the bottom, you can listen to it and all the other podcasts. And here, Jen and I bicker and fight like five-year-olds. It's amazing. <laughs> we'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Our Auto Expert with Nick Miles. Find all the show episodes at ourautoexpert.com. Please follow us on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Our Auto Expert. And message us for a quick and witty response.